0: Welcome, family, to the new and the very first episode of the Struggles of Life podcast. Find a purpose in the midst of your struggles. I'm your host, Robert Claiborne, a.k.a. Hashtag Mr. Created with a Purpose. Why Mr. Created with a Purpose? Well, my purpose here on Earth is to call others to their purpose, to teach them how to learn their calling and how to stay the course so they can learn their calling. And their calling will lead them to their purpose. So Mr. Created with a Purpose. And also for branding purposes, obviously. But so there you have it. Um, so the discussions we're going to have throughout this journey of the Struggles of Life podcast are what struggles I've encountered in my personal life work life, social life, including economically before learning my purpose and how that began the quest of wanting to know what my purpose was so I could get headed in the right direction. And my goal here is to help you change your reality, providing you with different perspectives that will not only help you get back in the game, but also help you stand firm and persevere through. Also, to teach you keys and practical steps, how to learn your calling and how to stay the course to learning your calling. So then your calling will lead you to your purpose. All right. So um, I want you to know that, hey, I've been there and, and that you're not alone. So in this moment, we're going to come together to get through so we can grow together because your struggles are my struggles. All right. So week one, My personal life. All right. So there are a few things that I'm going to cover, um, which is seeing my life going nowhere. Tired of feeling trapped and believing it had to be more to my life than this, but not knowing what it looked like or where to start. All right. So um, obviously, I'm not going to point out each and every uh, one of the three it's just going to be just in one story. All right. So thank you for, um, thank you for taking this time out to see what the podcast is about, learn what I'm about and just, um, giving me your time in this moment. I honor that and I greatly appreciate it. And I am here to serve you. Um, so, If it's anything I can help you with that's permitted, that's permittable to God or from God, then, hey, I'm at your service. So let's get this thing started. My personal life, seeing my life going nowhere. So I take it back to 1999, April 20th of 1999, from April 20th, 1999 to April 20th. 2000, uh, the year 2000. So, um, started job core. I was 16 years old, I believe. And (laughs) as I look back on it, it's, it's, it's a trip because the same habits, the same practices, it followed me for what? 10 years. 15 years, 20 years. Um, So, okay, so I started Job Corps and it was time to choose a trade, right? Um, And I chose electrical. So, I started electrical and a day or two in, it was hard. I'm like, oh no, it's time to go. I can't, yeah, I'm not going to be able to do this one. Um, And, think about it obviously it's hard because I have no knowledge of this I don't know anything about this I just looked at it like hey whenever I graduate this would be a good trade to have that I can stand on and I can further pursue but because it was challenging I went in the opposite opposite direction um, so <clears throat> excuse me so I went to I tried to get into computers. That was the name of the trade, computers, and blocked up. I didn't want to do security, so it's a, a guy that I met. Um, he was in carpentry, and he said all they did was, I mean, it was easy, relaxed, on there high, and like just the instructor it didn't bother them. Like I'm like that, cool. I'm in there. So that was blocked. So I'm like, okay, so what am I gonna do now? Landscaping. My brother's in landscaping and it's too hot for that. I am not gonna be doing that. So after looking over a uh, a few options, I chose warehousing. Warehousing can be hard. Pretty simple. Cool, I'm in there, right? So um I had a true, I did have it made. Um but, what I learned though is where there's no challenge when when one isn't getting stretched, there's no growth, there's no development all right, so as time progress, I'm in warehousing everything's good and everything um so when i when I left job corps, I wanted to. It was in exactly one year. They had a grad. They had a graduation every three months, right? So, I started my GD, um, and here it like here it is. I, I so I I received my license in my GD, right? Well, not my GD. I think I was like seven points short when I left Job Corps. Now I could have waited. Three months later, I don't know why I wanted, I it had a nice ring to it. I graduated exactly one year after I started, right? I trade completion, but I also wanted to graduate with those who I met there in job court, that, who I became cool with. Mind you, I have no idea where they are. In fact, not even a good year after I left, nothing, I mean, I don't don't know where they went, what they was doing, like anything, right? Mindset, <laughs> um, poor. So, I decided to um, leave exactly one year afterwards. I looked at it like, hey, I'll finish my GD. You know, I'll go to some GD classes and finish my testing. You know, once I graduate, sounds good, cool. Bet we're gonna do that. So. That did not happen, right? So I um, so I left Job Corps doing the same things that I was doing before I started Job Corps, right? Um, so once I finally started working, I was working in the warehouse. I mean, it makes sense. Trade completion warehousing that like I've learned quite a bit. Almost seemed like everything pertaining to warehousing, so pursue warehousing, right? This is year 2000, 2001 after getting in the streets hustling and doing all these things that I really didn't need to do, but I chose to and seeing some things, experiencing some things God's God's grace was with me and, and I never got caught up and there are moments where I should have got caught up, but you know, Um, His mercy and ultimately I just believed that, you know, he had a plan for my life and, you know, certain things had to transpire and certain things didn't transpire or didn't need to transpire because he knew the plans that he had for me. He knew he knew with me having found finally getting a vehicle getting all these, racking up all these tickets, my license getting suspended, and every time getting pulled over once my license was suspended, going to jail two or three times Um versus um, my cousin and a couple others who had suspended license, they get pulled over, the police let them make it, me questioning God like, I don't understand why you always let them make it every time I get pulled up before suspended license. Like I go to jail. Right. And we're never supposed to question God's right. Like ever never supposed to question God. So, um, I'm not, I'm not pushing that. <laughs> I was out of line for doing it, but I really wanted to know. And as I look back, once I got my CDL, which we're going to get to, um, I learned that I learned that um, once I got my CDL, they, their license were still suspended. So by them getting a slap on the wrist, it did, they wasn't getting held accountable or getting pushed to the like getting pushed to the fire. So they didn't learn from it. They didn't it didn't build up something in, something inside of them to really be eager to to change that in their situation due to that me I'm like that the jail thing is not for me I, right? it, it's just not for me so um him orchestrating it knowing that my 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 next milestone was going to be getting my CDL because he he planned to use me there so he knew the right amount of fire that I needed to make me get my mind right and get on the ball and handle my business, right? Same thing with hustling. Like, I mean, seeing people get locked up and so on and so forth or whatever. And there was time I could have got jammed up, but I mean, he, he didn't allow it to happen. Because again, obviously he had a plan for me and that's like, I can't pack myself. I can't say I was sweet like that, it's, you know, to where, you know, I kept, you know, like slipping and, uh, not slipping. I'm sorry. Uh, you know, getting away with murder and this and that, not literally, but, um uh, like he knew the right amount of pressure that was needed and what pressure didn't need it because he knew He had a plan for me and a saying for you. All right. So, um, April 20th, 2011, 11 years after I graduated from Job Corps, I looked at, I look back on my life and like, wow. I've literally, literally have gone nowhere. Here it is. I am now 2011. I am now 29 years old, 29 years old. And I am getting paid $14.35 an hour. That's usually the first thing I look at. Um, not that I cherish money. Excuse me, because money is not my god. It is not my idol. But it's 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 a pain point of mine. One, because money should be the very least thing that 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 sh- that I should be able to get my hands on. Money should be money should be the the very least thing that I should be worrying about, or um, I wouldn't even say stress about because I don't stress behind it. But like money is the very least thing that that should be an issue, you know. And as you learn throughout this this you know uh, these next couple of episodes that's coming. Like, it, it was always money, you know, and, but anyway, so, so I'm getting paid fourteen thirty five dollars um, an hour, and I'm like, I'm, I'm about to be 30 years old, and I'm getting paid fourteen thirty five an hour, right, and I'm like, I'm like, something is wrong, I, like, this, this isn't right, I'm like, I have not, not only that, I have not grown, like, I've, like, I pretty much still have the same mindset. So I haven't really developed much with my character because the same old, like the same old things that I was doing 10 years ago, 15 years ago, I'm still doing it. The same, the same mindset and everything. Looking forward to the weekend so I can kick it. You know what I'm saying? Which came with, um, which stood out that there was another, reason for my financial issues cuz it doesn't matter how much we get paid if we manage it well we can make something work i was a horrible manager um <laughs> uh, so i just look back on my life and realize like i have i have i have not gone anywhere like i'm like literally stuck at the age of 29 i have not seen anywhere i have not gone anywhere i haven't like i haven't moved up um like here it is 11 years and i'm still a forklift operator i'm still a order puller i'm like there's no growth like i'm like literally like just li- like here existing there's no substance in my life like like it's nothing and i began to feel trapped I began to feel trapped in and it, man, it it just, it sucked because I knew there was more to my life than this. I just didn't know what it was, where to begin to find out what it was. I didn't know what steps to take to change my situation. I didn't. So, um, after kind of like going through the motions over the next couple of days, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get my license straight and I'm just going to get my CDL, right? My dad had a, um, he had been driving trucks for, for some years. Um, my cousin, he, at the time, I think he owned like a couple of trucks. He had more now, but it wasn't. The following, following into their footsteps, it was more like that's how like that's the only way I can see myself out of this financial situation. Like, think about it. You see, they're truck driver. Oh yeah, they make good money. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to get my CDL, right? But like I said, it wasn't following it into their footsteps. It was just going off what I knew, like what I seen. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna go that route. So I began to, um, you know, get my license straight, um, which which I did. And I think it was uh, in November, I went to a truck driving uh, school, uh, a local truck driver school, you know, just to see, um, you know, what did they offer where I could, you know, where I could actually, you know, begin the journey of, um, of getting my CDL and, and, you know, start trucking, you know, so they offer some payment plans and, you know, this and that or whatever. So I was in there. So I was like super geeked, signed up for it, you know, um, that January of 2012, right after new year's, you know, I would, I would start truck driving school and put in my two weeks notice and I began the journey right so so I began the journey what happened there was it was February first week of February I believe no March it was March I, I received my I obtained my CDL and March, I believe, the second or third week of March, and you know I had been applying for um, different, different trucking jobs and oil fields and stuff like that um, that needed truck drivers, and nothing. So one of the one of the trucking jobs I applied for was Dr Pepper, alright and. You had to have a GDR equivalent. Well, what do you know? You remember I told you in the beginning that I'm seven points shy of obtaining my GED. I want to. I'm gonna go ahead and graduate now, and when, whenever I leave out, then I'll start GED classes. Yeah, about that. And actually, you know what? I did. Uh, six years later. <laughs> started going to classes and received the, um, the form to go and take my GED, but I don't know why, but I never, I never took out time to go and take my GED. How brilliant is that? And actually it's kind of dumb because it goes back to uh, my self-esteem because I always felt like I was dumb. I didn't think that I would pass it. I didn't want to be an embarrassment. Like, So, I just never went to go and take it, right? So, now here it is. I have to have a GED or equivalent, high school diploma or equivalent to work for Dr. Pepper. So, I mean, what do I do? So, I went ahead and uh, looked up places I could take my GED test. And so, I did. And surprisingly, like surprisingly, I actually passed everything on the first try. Now, I've been told like GD it's like it's not it's not hard, right? It's not hard, but uh and and it may not be. But for me, that was that meant something to me. Like that was a accomplishment for me. Like that was showing me that that, um, where my self esteem level was, my confidence confidence in myself, like where that was on a scale, that let me know, well, yeah, everyone else saying, like, well, it's not hard or whatever, but like, I've struggled with these, with you know, with uh, with the area of um, acad- academics, right? And I'm like, I passed it like that was an accomplishment for me. It made me feel good and feel better about myself. Alright. So that helped my self esteem a bit more, right? Uh, and right after that like the day I graduated from job court, I'm sorry, the day I, I obtained my CDL, my, my last day at truck driving school, I made it home not even an hour later, Dr. Pepper called me. And the process begun. And that's when my life began to t- make a turn. All right. Uh, next week, you're going to learn more about the uh, the working portion of it because all all of that it led me to where I am now, and that's walking in my calling, living out my purpose. All right. So, um, so I want to give you something before I leave before we end this and it's a perspective to have in life all right? so optimism being optimistic always be optimistic don't let however don't let your optimism you know what well, I'm I, Be optimistic, I Because being optimistic always helps me believe that there is something better on the other side. I was going to tell you, don't be too optimistic to where you're blind or naive. But when we think of faith, faith is believing in the unseen, believing that something is possible even when there are no traces or evidence that it could be. All right. So, yes, be be optimistic. All right. So, being positive. Always remain positive. Because if you seek negative, you're going to find negative. And you find negative, you're going to focus on negative negative. And you're going to get negative in return once you begin to embrace it. So, always be positive in your situation. Always be positive in your life. Being positive and being optimistic, they work together. They complement one another. So, as long as you have those two, you will always see and believe they're That there's something better. There's something on the other side. And that will enable you to go for whatever that is. That will keep your options open to continue to move forward and not remain complacent. Or allow yourself to become content and complacent. Faith always always hold on to your faith always hold on to your faith even when there there are no traces of god even when it does not seem like seem like it is him speaking to you and telling you what to do and where to go always hold your faith because when you have Nothing else. You have faith that is enough to help you stand firm, and that will definitely get you back in the game. Hold your faith in Jesus Christ. I believing with certainty. This isn't it. This is only now. This won't last forever. There's something I can learn from this situation and our circumstance. And all of those are being, op- being optimistic, being positive, holding on to your faith. And by doing that, you will always believe with certainty that this isn't it. Where you are isn't it. And even when you're going through tough times, this is only now. This won't last forever. There's something I can learn from this situation and circumstance and ask God what that is. Whether he answer you right then and there, he is there in the midst. And if as long as you maintain your faith and be optimistic, be positive and believe that there is something on the other side, that this isn't it. And you cling to him and walk with him. He will show you exactly what you believed was true. Now, on the other side, if you are the complete opposite, then. That's going to keep you where you are, because you're going to believe this is it. You're going to believe there is nothing on the other side. And when you believe that, then that that disable you and you won't you won't seek to find if there is something on the other side you will remain content you will remain complacent and you will remain where you are so always be optimistic be positive and hold on to your faith by having the right perspective a positive perspective, you'll see past where you are. Focus and reach in that direction and go for it. Eventually you'll arrive to where you're trying to go, but you must know where you're trying to go and work your butt off to get there. I call this changing your reality by sewing in your future. Hey, I love you guys. Thank you for all the time spent. Um, please walk with me throughout this journey. Next week, we're going to talk about work life, and and with with that and everything that's to come, you'll be able to by learning from my life, my mistakes, from you know going to from job to job you know, trying to make more money because I have a financial goal in mind and and the things I learned from that and how God was with me every step of the way actually taking me to purpose. you be able to look at your life and see that, see that God is with you where you are and looking back where you've been through or where you came from how he has always been with you and that will help you learn and know that he's still with you now and because he's still with you now he has not raised his hands off you that he's taking you somewhere. Alright, so I want you to know again hey, you're not the only one. (laughs) You're not the only one. So here on the Shovels of Life podcast we're going to come together to get through and grow together. Your struggles are my struggles. You guys stay blessed. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Great week. Love you guys. Peace.